you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey, hey, welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. We are at episode 49 and kicking off a new month just starting July, which I'm excited about. I love July. It's a great summer month. And so for the summer, I was thinking I want to keep it fun, but in the spirit of not abandoning ourselves, I want to keep it on topic. So we're just coming out of self-care for women who want to ditch the high-functioning anxiety. And so I thought, let's kick it up a notch, but in a fun way for summer. So I'm thinking of Talking about, for July and August, um, living into our identity as an unapologetic and authentic woman. I don't know about you, but that sounds like fun after the stuff that we've been talking about lately. So in these two months, I want to give you a lot to consider so you will um, actually do more shifting towards a woman who's living unapologetic and authentic instead of letting high-functioning anxiety keep rearing its ugly head, okay? So think divine feminine takes it all on, right? And in this in this season where our usual um, schedule and whatnot often gets discarded or lost because um, there's many reasons, right? Kids being home, work schedule shifting, family vacations, whatnot, let's stay our course because before we know it, it's going to be September again and that schedule is going to go forth. You know, we um, just went through the season of spring and we just hit the summer equinox a little bit bit ago. And so let's embrace that and um, let's go for it. So I'm going to kick off July with a candid and unscripted convo today with my client, Denise. If you tuned into my masterclass in June, um, the five days to freedom from the inner critic, you might have heard it. I popped a picture of her and I in there. And while it's not still up and live, I wanted to bring it back to you um, because it's just so good. Denise has been working with me since January and she has, um, like she said, she's been living into her unapologetic and authentic life and she's made so many shifts. I just wanted to bring to you and in living color example of what's possible for you and what's possible um, as you live into it. So just a few things. Um, As you listen, consider how you personally define um, yourself living unapologetic and authentic AF. I add that because I said it in my training, but I'll say it again. This is serious business, right? If we want to um, live into the life that God intended and to um, have an abundant life and to give that abundance to others, then we really need to dig deep and consider how we define things. So look at that. See how you're defining it. See if you align with some of the things Denise is saying. See um, just where you're at. Get curious. Be the curious observer. And that will kick us off for the summer season through July and August, going to be talking about a lot of different things that um, portray to 
you know, um, living into that identity, our authentic and unapologetic identity, you know, and so we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking about some stepping stones in July and in August, we're going to be talking about um, ways to live into that. Uh, and I'm not going to reveal too much to you, but it's going to be um, just a deeper way for you to look at how to, you know, cross that bridge and go into the life that we talked about in June. Okay, so I hope you enjoy this interview. It's not super long. It's we're on her back patio. So if you hear birds or noises, that's kind of what's going on. But it's really worth a listen. And um, she's my first interview for the series. There's going to be a couple of more. Um, I won't reveal right now who because I love a little bit of a surprise. So without further ado, here is Denise and I enjoying a sunny afternoon talking about her identity as an unapologetic and authentic woman. Enjoy. Okay, all, I am here sitting on a beautiful patio with... Denise. Denise, and we're just going to talk a little bit today, just because we've, you know, she's been on this beautiful journey long before I met her, but these last few months we've been working together and having so much fun, and thought we would just share this as a part of the week, and then for, for down the road as women are stepping kind of into their personal power, talking about you know the inner critic quieting her down healing the inner child oh yeah and then moving on into later this week we're going to get into more of like what does that mean and so mm -hmm. tolerations we talked about we've talked about all this together oh, right oh we did yeah so why then how many months uh four or five months yeah mm -hmm. it actually has and so 2021 we've been spending that together yes <laughs> so and we were just talking together about the energies lately and oh, we're, yeah. we're both we both love talking about it. We're ready for Mercury retrograde to be done and yes. all the other stuff. So just for just for today, like to give us a little bit in terms of your inner critic, tell us how she once was and how she is today, like how it's changed, because I think everyone wants to hear like how it can change. Okay. Um, to have a little idea, um, sometimes it's good to know where you come from, how you were brought up. I come from a very military family. Um, very performance oriented. Um, uh, religion wise, we're Christians, but the church that we grew up was very much into works. Yep. <laughs> A lot of conditioning. And these yeah. are things that I want you to write down these words about conditioning um, our family, our genealogy, because that has a lot to do on how we, when we're little, we that that inner critic starts forming mm -hmm. and it's like our shadow self or some people call it you know the inner child um so i was a very uh, i was an overachiever so i think my archetype archetype or what they call it, archetype, archetype yep. uh, was uh, more of a a very people pleaser because i didn't want to rock the boat because i had some stuff going on when I grew up um, and instability at home so I felt like if I overperformed and I was perfectionist um, and I was pleasing people a lot of tolerances that happened throughout many years um, I would stabilize people around me mm -hmm. but what happened is as I grew up I had a lot of insecurities that didn't look outward people would think I had it all together yeah, and we were talking yeah, about I'm that. I'm over performer, so people's yeah. like, "Oh, but you don't look like you're sad." I'm like, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a high functioning, anxious yes. person. Yep. Um, always feeling, am I doing good enough? Mm -hmm. And um, and often feeling, um, am I betraying? Like the betrayal. Well, we were talking about that self betrayal that has been, um, as I come to that healing point, because I got fed up. Oh yeah. Um, 
the I more like <laughs> yes you get fed up you know the more you're into the spiritual path and you know what god wants us in our soul path our, our destiny our purpose in life and we if you're christian you look at it the you know what god uh, jesus says you know he wants us to be free he doesn't want us to fret because he knows that our our biggest uh problem sometimes is staying in our mental plane and the yeah. conditionings and what we make as our life our narrative and it can be very wrong yeah and it's not until you allow god to bring the right people like you because um, I was doing the work for many years, but oh, yeah. there came a point that I knew I needed more help. There were blocks that were keeping me stuck in some areas or those, you know, nagging feelings of, yeah, the, the inner critic. inner critic that I was like, no, that's not true. But it, it was hard to revert it. So it took me a while, but with your guidance and with my self-awareness and taking the time, like a yeah. lot of meditation, a lot of self-care, which is not bubble baths and... <laughs> Candles are going to the, you know, going to a, a vacation home because in my stories, I'm a single mom. I work full time. I have a child with special needs. So for the last ne- decade, I have not had a real vacation. Mm-hmm. So I create. We're working my- on that, though. We are. And we're going <laughs> to manifest it because yes. it's the time. But yeah. there's times that God allows us to be in the desert for a reason. And we can create those spaces like a release and a retreat within our home and it, and you're here yeah. so you see it it's yeah. like i have my own retreat center here. <laughs> yes and mercedes though i love coming to see her here and uh just be retreat out back and whatnot yeah and so your inner critic wasn't as loud as it once was and your inner what would you call your inner voice was like i'm not taking this anymore it's my i feel it like it's my higher self mm-hmm. when you look at timelines it's that um more ascended part of you soul that is more aligned to spirit to god yeah. to the mm-hmm. biggest source with this god yeah um and it it just reminds you re, you kind of remember and you talk to that critic and what has helped me heal and quiet it because the more you are aware the yes. smaller the shadow is the the less powerful the ego is which is that inner child that is has been there for a reason because it's survival mm-hmm. if you in my case i was molested when i was and I, it's my story so I'm, I'm not afraid of sharing this mm-hmm. so i had a sexual trauma in mm-hmm. my childhood there were things in my family that like many family there were abandonment wounds or wounds that uh, I felt unseen and unheard. And you can have the most perfect home, but something might have happened and in that light of that child created a, a shadow or a trauma. Yeah, a trauma. Yeah, I talk about that a lot because I think a lot of women think, well, it wasn't that bad. We yeah. talk about the myths, you know. Mm-hmm. Not, it could be. It could have been w- much worse. But yes. to our, we to our young it. selves, yes. it, yeah, we minimize it. And to our young selves, it was trauma. Mm-hmm. And it was a difficult situation that veered us on a different course possibly and then you can create those narratives whether like you're very afraid of people or you know you have to be an overachiever in order to receive validation um and it's not until i created the time and space that i had more awareness the more awareness i was able to let those emotions sift you know like come up bubble up that's how i say bubble up Feel the ride the wave of yeah. rage or frustration. Write down journaling is very important, and that has happened. Like for me, it's been in very 
pivotal and because, powerful powerful <laughs> yeah. because then you get to read back and really hear what your inner voice is saying the narrative yeah whether you're net you're you're fearful acting out of fear acting out of doubt um and then you start working on releasing and letting god heal and let go of those things that now you're aware of that don't serve you anymore right so i know that with god i can do almost anything like anything, anything unless it's not within his purpose and will right yeah but you know it's like we have so much power within us we can manifest we can like jesus did it and when he left if you were christian then you know that you know after he resurrected he left his spirit within us and we have the power within mm-hmm. us the flame if you, yeah. the flame if you don't are not christian but you believe in source and you believe in god we know that there is within us we're we're united we're connected with a higher self but there's things in our life that distract us blocks mm-hmm. and um those are the things that god wants us when they're repeating patterns mm-hmm. like people come and they repeat patterns like they're not the same people but it's the same stuff coming up yeah. it's a lesson to be learned and it's not because life is happening to you to make you be stuck it's happening for you because you have a higher purpose and that's how i shifted my mindset because i was in a victim consciousness mm-hmm. for a while um even though i was very spiritual there was a victim consciousness in some areas in my life mm-hmm. and i decided to surrender and flow and know that i don't i'm not a victim mm-hmm. that god wants better things for me that i'm loved and blessed amen i love it yeah and when we met you were well on your journey clearly <laughs> i mean we've been together for four or five months but what is one thing that's been helpful to have a consistent person just to kind of bounce those things off or what like what's been beneficial um for me it's the one of the things is it's just having someone that is connected to your soul like you have a soul tribe mm-hmm. someone that gets you um sometimes you know we're not meant to be lone wolves and for me as a professional i i have a you know i'm a doctor in pharmacy i have a uh a neuropsychopharmacology and like i used to be very into my brain space and grew up because of certain situations I didn't want to depend on anybody mm-hmm. and I was very performant so I felt like I can do things by myself and the thing that God has um taught me is that we're meant to be connected we're a collective yes. and it's when we're all collective as women or as men and we um take down those walls and being authentic and vulnerable because none of us are fully aligned Right. I mean that is the in our humanity, the, in our humanity yeah. while we're here we're meant to be connected and and to um provide guidance and so even I I've noticed it with us it's like a synergistic and it's like you know when it's god god um yeah. given because it 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 empowers us both yeah you know but you have been very Im- important in terms of me allowing it first of all Mm-hmm. um because I'm worth it and I want it more and then being able to take in everything you brought me and do the work and you do the work and I, I did more <laughs> which is great because I I love how I mean you you said you're an overachiever you yeah. are over produ- productive and you love to consume like uh, my all my clients are mm-hmm. but you've turned it into feeding it back into you which then feeds back out into yes. the world right I mean yeah. you have that's and that synergy piece is true like I it's hard to explain with coaching mm-hmm. where it's just like that reciprocal synergy yes. and it's it's like I said peer but you know it's kind of like 
we both are learning and growing and women men too for sure but we're talking about women here mm-hmm. need that need those relationships oh, and yeah. a lot of us don't have that in the way that we or want they're to. hesitant so yep. for me I um, throughout my lifetime I've seen counselors I've seen psychologists because I've always had a deep feeling that I had this mission in life like I knew my soul was meant to do something great yeah but there were things that I was I had there were deep wounds so for many years I've had all sorts of help and the biggest shifts have happened with coaches mm-hmm. so I had one coach about five six years ago and at led me to a certain place but it was through you that I first of all we have to allow it we Mm -hmm. have to be willing if we invest on this to know that it's all on you you have to make that leap of faith but believe that it it's going to change and it's going to be for a higher good the the coaching is like a guide Mm -hmm. and um, it's pretty much guiding you to okay let's look at these areas because by yourself you can't see them Um, and it helped a lot that you gave me some tools to kind of look at like kind of zoom out because I'm not really into little like details (laughs) so it's almost like God is like okay let's zoom out let's look at the bigger picture and then see okay this is these are the the areas where you're stuck Mm -hmm. and then you help me guide into okay what are my tolerances or how you're feeling sometimes even today we were talking about some you know relationship things about um because you need somebody else of outside yourself because you have a limited way of seeing things because we're humans and we have narratives that might not be true beliefs Mm -hmm. so it's not until you have a group or tribe of people that are honest and authentic and are spirit driven that you're able to see things in a different light because that's what wants God and sometimes you know I was I didn't realize how um stubborn I was until I started this path and I started listening more to people on oh maybe the way I was being so rigid on seeing this is not the right way let's think it up think about it in a different way well we talked about like how your heart space is opened oh yes more. it's very like <sighs> yeah because we, we both love being up in our minds right yes. but then when you open the heart space with it you actually have more access to your third eye yeah. you know you get to see more of the spiritual realm you get to see more synchronicities you get to hear um if we're like on the treadmill what do you call it the hamster wheel hamster wheel <laughs> which is what society is right now we don't have time to integrate to ground one of the things i do every day i put my feet on the dirt mm-hmm. and i allow myself at least 45 minutes to an hour and just hear the birds and pray or just be there with nature to integrate and ground ourselves ground myself because yeah. otherwise you'll keep repeating patterns not see things miss on opportunities and what god always gives us signs but we don't see them because we're like up in our heads and or too uh, busy or having like yeah i think a lot of my like listeners and ladies they um really feel like 45 minutes to an hour of just sitting with your feet and i used to think that too but now it's just like if i don't get into the woods two to three hours sometimes yeah and it's me that works full time so it's it's doable i was talking about denise on my podcast um Mm-hmm. the one about time that was just what last month so yeah. if you want to hear a little bit more like i didn't say her name in that one but mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of basically what you just said it's like mm-hmm. if denise can take the time anyone can take the yeah. time and it could be something as simple as washing your dishes but with the with the flow yeah i mean it does not have to be being out in nature you know yeah. like <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, envisioning and, the woo woo. Yeah. yeah, but it's just uh, being connected to yourself and quieting the mind because. In, the, in yeah. the word of God, it says, be still and know. The stillness is so hard. God knew that yeah. it's hard for us to be still. We're, we're being pushed and pulled by social media. Like some, I, I give, keep, keep myself off social media sometimes. I don't binge on Netflix anymore. Um, there were things that I was doing that I thought they were like self-care. Yeah. That now I understand for now in this time in my life, like I can do other things that are up fill my cup more yeah yeah and r- rather than it's actually the escape that we think it's we escape. need yeah yeah and that yeah well, I love it so yeah so I just wanted we wanted to pop in during her session today and just share a little bit because this week is the master class and then we'll be sharing this later um of course and so anything in closing any words of wisdom or last thoughts before we get back to talking about what we were talking about just know that life is not happening to you it's happening for you, um, that your words have power, and what you say in your words has to do with your thoughts. So when you look at what you're thinking, if you journal, you'll see what your narrative is. God wants you to think and vibe. <laughs> we talk about the level of consciousness. Um, Jesus, his his walk was all about compassion, love, peace, courage, all those things. Are you being courageous, loving on yourself, compassionate to yourself? Many times that inner child, that is the ego, is driven by a lot of critic. That critic is kind of betraying yourself, saying you're not good enough, you're fearful. Just don't let that go. Recognize it and knowing that as you shine more light, it'll dissipate and you can be your authentic self. I love it, Denise. Thank you for joining us and we'll keep talking. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.